535, Jeff Gass, News Radio, WRVA. It is a Wednesday evening. It is, uh, it's still raining here in Hanover anyway, and it's cold, and it's windy, and it's raw. It's just one of those days. So uh, it's supposed to let up a little bit, uh, I guess sometime after midnight, 2, 3 in the morning. Tomorrow morning, when you're uh, tuning into my friend John Reed at 6 a.m., it should be clear, uh, not that cold, and then we'll have a sunny day tomorrow. Now, we're supposed to chat with State Senator Siobhan Donovan. Here's the problem that we always run into when the House and the Senate are in session. Invariably, stuff seems to run long, or somebody gets called into a meeting, or what have you, a hearing. So, if Dr. Donovan calls in, we'll chat with her. We had a couple of specific issues we were going to talk about. And if she doesn't make it today, please don't hold it against her. Whatever you do, uh, she's still, for my money, uh, a tremendous, tremendous member of our Virginia State Senate. I, I'm so happy that she is, in fact, my state senator and will be until we elect a new state senator coming up, this new district we're in. And then, God willing, uh, my friend John McGuire will move from the uh, House of Delegates to the state senate and be my state senator. I have the first ever John McGuire for State Senate campaign side. A lot of people think I'm joking. It's absolutely the truth. It is in my yard. And uh, John let me in on a little secret. Uh, They didn't even have any signs when I said I want the first sign. And he had it. He got it all designed one night and like the next day. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Don't mess with a Navy SEAL. They know how to get stuff done. And um, anyway, so think the world of John. He's one of the guys we'll be calling on as the session continues. Uh, from the State House side, we've got uh, uh, Scott Wyatt, Buddy Fowler, John McGuire. State Senate side, we've got Siobhan Donovan. We've got Bryce Reeves, and uh, we've got Amanda Chase. So we're going to work that out throughout the course of the session. And tomorrow, for my money, the best reporter when it comes to covering the uh, the State House and all the General Assembly stuff, Jackie DeFusco from uh, ABC8. Uh, I know people, and so Jackie's going to be with us. I think we're getting her, she's going to be with us like once a week uh, during the time that uh, the House and the Senate are in session. Okay, there was some reference to Jason Miyares, the Attorney General of our beloved Commonwealth, came out with a 69-page report released today. It is, as far as I'm concerned, the most important story you're going to hear. It has to do with an out-of-control Virginia Democrat parole board. A group of people who just does not value individual lives. Now, we have new members of the parole board now, as you know. But at the time, the Terry McAuliffe, Ralph Northam parole board was comprised of people who, who just wanted nothing more, it seems, than to release criminals back into the community. And Adrian Bennett, the chair of that committee, got a big political payoff, you know. She became a judge out in Virginia Beach. And according to Attorney General Miyari, she violated any number of rules and laws. But the statute clock has been ticking. And so she's not going to be charged with anything, which I think is a shame. But I think, I think... That within the state senate, which appointed her, wouldn't there be a mechanism to remove her? I would sure hope so. I'd also have to ask the Virginia Bar, is she or is she not going to be disbarred? Because this stuff seems to be unbelievably beyond the pale. 
The full report, by the way, best way to get it, you can go to Facebook, look for The Jeff Cat Show. I've got the full 69-page report up there. Uh, give that page a follow while you're over there, if you don't mind, The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. And then on Twitter, I sent it out. I'll send it out again. You're looking for Jeff Cat Show on Twitter, and if you would, give that a follow as well. I mentioned our Virginia State Senate, my state senator, Siobhan Donovan, uh, sneaking out of one of these uh, apparently never-ending committee hearings, and she is with us. Uh, Dr. Donovan, I appreciate you uh, getting here. I really do. Sneaking out for us. Thank you. Yeah. I am so grateful to have the opportunity, and sometimes when I'm thinking about talking to you, Jeff, there's so much in my head that I would love to tell you. It's hard to pick what to talk about, honestly just coming out of committee meetings today, but I wanted to reach out and talk to you and your listeners about abortion because we're going to hear about that again tomorrow. It's going to be taken up in the education committee. And we heard about it last week uh, in health professions when all those bills were heard on Friday. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yes, yes. Well, I I, I want to just give you the floor, Dr. Donovan. I mean, you know where I stand on this. I, 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 I want to stand as firmly as I can, as vocally as I can, and protect innocent lives. I sometimes feel like I'm beating my, my own head against the wall. What's going on in the Senate with relation to that? Well, um, obviously, with the Dobbs decision, the decision came back to the states to have a conversation and see what they thought was appropriate. And, um, and so that gave us an opportunity to have a conversation. There's been a lot of fear-mongering and, um, you know, really – I I think a lot of misrepresentation. There's things people need to know about Virginia. We are one of very few states that allows abortion for any reason other than life of the mother up until 40 weeks. Mm -hmm. And indeed, just four years ago, the Democrats all co-patroned a bill to um, actually make it easier to have an abortion in the third trimester. And, you know, I'm a consensus builder. I like to find a way, you know, sometimes when you start a ball rolling and you have relationships and you can start with what you agree on, you can have a much more civil conversation and get a lot more done. And as you well know, I am pro-life. I um, have spent my whole life taking care of moms and babies. And I think my experiences with my mom standing up for rights of moms and babies uh, since my childhood, when you know Roe v. Wade was decided, really galvanized my, my vocation and my commitment to that. Um, but what the, the legislation I chose to carry this year to start the conversation was to make it to severely restrict abortion in the third trimester. It would only be allowed for life of the mother. And the reason that that is a, a place where I believe we can start, first of all, the, the law in Virginia was written in 1975, 50 years ago. The changes and advancements in medicine, especially neonatal medicine and, and you know, obstetrics, is staggering. Right. And the idea right now, viability is between really is 24 weeks and sometimes 22. I myself delivered a baby two years ago at 23 weeks mm-hmm. that didn't have. It was such a, a, a quick delivery. The baby did not have the benefits of any of the things we usually do to make that early transition, that premature baby do better in the NICU. And that baby did so well with the NICU support, even without those antepartum interventions, that that baby went home in 11 weeks and is perfect today. So the idea that you could turn around and abort a baby in Virginia, and the law is so nonspecific. It says that an abortion can be performed for a mental or physical 
um, disease of the mother. Well, mm. I can tell you as an OBGYN, you don't ever need to kill a baby in the third trimester to save a mother. You deliver the baby and you might take the burden of that pregnancy and, and what it's doing to her physiologically out of the equation so you can care for her the way you need to, but that baby can be handed to the neonatologist. And I really thought that was a place where we could start with a conversation. And, um, you know, and, and I thought it was self-evident. Not only is that what medical evidence supports, it's also the best practices all across the world. Um, the European countries limit elective abortion, you know, for any reason to the first trimester around 14 weeks. Most of them allow for severe fetal anomalies up until um, the time of viability. And Virginia is an incredible outlier on mm. on not restricting abortion. And and I think I think the other reason I want to talk to your listeners is because I really, you know, have expressed this position before, but I find the law a very um, inadequate way to have a conversation about pregnancy and abortion. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's binary. You can criminalize somebody or not. And us solving the problem of abortion is going to take investments in improving maternal care. We really have a very a bad disparity, especially a socioeconomic one, where moms die mostly because they don't get coordination of chronic disease. And we also have moms facing, you know, the inevitability of, of being impoverished for the rest of their lives. Why don't we provide services to make sure that women that have babies get that coordinated disease care? They get um, case management where they might be able to go get an education like in our workforce credentials grant program and have childcare so that they can do that and really have a chance at prosperity and a life where they can support their family. And so I'm carrying, I'm carrying a budget amendment to um, seek to do that. There's a way to do that in partnership with the federal government so there's lots of things to be done, um, but I, I wanted to share kind of all of this uh, with your listeners because, you know, it's, it's, you know, I think we've reached a point in time where we have to figure out what the law can do to help us make this better, and then we need to figure out all the other things we need to do. And, um, and I don't think that we have, um, you know, the, the consensus in Virginia or America to make abortion illegal. Um, and again, that's all that the law can do. And so that is kind of the position I have taken is first trimester. Um, you know, if you don't want to be pregnant, you know, by then, and while I'm going to do everything I can to make sure no woman needs to make that choice, I don't know that we should be criminalizing. Um, Doc, Dr. And Siobhan then, Donovan is ahead. joining us and, and doctor, I, I want to, uh, remind everybody of your unique position in this as an OBGYN. Uh, I don't think there's anybody in that state Senate. I don't think there's anybody at the Capitol more qualified than you are to weigh in on this. You've, you've advanced what can only be described as a very reasonable measure. What are you hearing from your fellow senators? Um, Obviously Republicans all support it. The Democrats killed the bill or recommended that it be um, killed and that will be the final vote tomorrow. And I will tell you, I think that's very revealing. And if you want to talk about radical position on abortion, it is the Democrats. And they radically want abortion anytime for any reason. 
Um, up until the moment of birth, birth, we heard Ralph Northam talk about that four years ago, where you deliver the baby and make them comfortable. And uh, my legislation had um, language in there that you would resuscitate a viable baby. It had language in there to make sure people understood non-viable pregnancies like ectopics and, um, you know, and, and pregnancies that are, are no longer living. That, that is not something you procrastinate taking care of. That is not an abortion. That is um, best practice in medicine is to expeditiously take care of women and protect them in those circumstances. But the, the Democrats have recommended that they kill that bill. And I think they've played their cards. So so what's next for those of us out here in the real world? We're not state senators. We're not members of the House of Delegates. Do we just call and email state senators? Do we sit back and say all the more reason we have to uh, take back the uh, the state Senate and the House of Delegates next time? What do we do? Yeah, I think, number one, we need to. Um, it's such an uncomfortable conversation to talk about abortion. Yep. And I understand that. Absolutely. Um, But I think we have to have some civil conversations. We need to listen to each other. And that's what I've been doing this last year is really listening to constituents. We need to I think we can all agree that you shouldn't be having an abortion in the third trimester. And, um, you know, life of the mother, of course, is an extraordinary circumstance. And we would never preclude that. But um, you know, I, I think that you need to email your legislators and say, you know, you know we had Democrats for life who have run a poll that say a um, um, majority of Virginians are opposed. They want um, they're opposed to uh, abortion in the third trimester. They want it very limited in the second trimester. And that's Democrats that are running that poll. And that is that is polling information from Republicans and Democrats alike. But their poll also asked. If somebody votes for abortion in the third trimester, will you support them in the next election? And 81% of Virginians, Republican and Democrats, said no. Wow. All right. Well, now So you that's... need to know where your senator voted on this. Absolutely. And that's got to be vitally important for everybody who's elected to office. Uh, people really love serving or they like the uh, the trappings of power, whatever it is. They don't want to give it up. And if for no reason other than that they're paying attention, then... I think we can put that in a in a victory column if they pay attention. Dr. Siobhan Donovan, I always love having you here. You know, I love having you as my state senator. And uh, anytime we get to chat with uh, Dr. Donovan is a is an absolute thrill. That is Siobhan You're Donovan. So wonderful she's, to have me on. Oh, thank you. She's a thank she's you. a she's a marvelous state senator. I'm telling you that right now. In this new district, she's going to represent. You guys are very lucky. Um, she's uniquely qualified. She is the only OBGYN in the state senate. The House delegates, I think she's offered a very reasoned approach, even for those of us who say, I I don't see any reason for it to be legal. But I will absolutely uh, go along with Dr. Donovan's proposal here. And I think it's very telling that Democrats have once again gone off the deep end and um, embraced the most radical ideas. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA.